Hey everyone, welcome back to Hope Ministries. I am your podcast host, as always, Kenny, bringing you a brand new message of hope, fresh from the gospel of Jesus, through many testimonies, experiences, stories, and again, just so many ways, unique ways in which God is moving in this generation. To me, it's been such an honor to be able to to carry out this podcast for over a year now. And I know usually I always give you guys some kind of inspirational message to tell you guys something to keep moving, keep keep going after your goals, keep trying to achieve the impossible. But actually, today's podcast is going to be strictly about that because something amazing happened to me today. But before I get into that, I want to update all my listeners, those faithful people who've been in this, those loyal ones who've been here every single episode. Um, again, I cherish you all. I now know it's a global audience. So again, welcome back here, uh, wherever, whatever country you're currently in right now. So the first thing I want to talk about is that, guys, if you have time, um, on, on Tuesday, I made a video. I put it up on Facebook. My name is Kenny Ruiz, R-U-I-D-I-A-Z. And the video is a basic a devotional about fasting for the flesh and frustration. And to me, it impacted uh, just a, a lot of people around me that I know were, were struggling with the topic of fasting. And I know that's been a really hard topic for many Christians to kind of uh, incorporate in their walk with Jesus. But guys know something fasting is a vital tool it's a valuable asset in what you do and it helps your spirit rise up and awaken and actually be useful and not be submitted to the flesh but vice versa be the one that governs the flesh on top of that uh last night's teaching yes we're in a series right now with true encounter youth and the series is called relationship goals it was part two of our series the first one was about just how relationships are viewed and they're portrayed by society and last night's class was about the ultimate relationship goals which is between the father and the son god and the lord jesus that was something that we need to imitate and emulate even apostle paul was revealed that that we must look at this relationship and not overlook it because it's something we need to do and again incorporate into our lives the next thing i want to update you guys on is our crave night yes it's happening all so fast right everything i feel like crave is happening every other week now this crave night is set for april 20th again it's going to be quite a blessing it's going to be amazing please if you haven't checked one out make your way to it it's it's just it's just a personal one-on-one what god is doing in those nights with those young people has been astonishing last week we were able to talk to someone who has uh, who was leaving an AA meeting because upstairs while we're having our worship, they're having an AA meeting and we were able to impart into him, to prophesy over him and to leave him almost curious of what what God has in store for him. So I advise you to go check that out. The next thing I want to talk about is our wedding. This upcoming week, our website will be going live and our save the dates will be on their way to your homes. Um, I'm super excited about that. We had a little little error, a little glitch with our save the dates, but they're coming back to us ready to go. And our website, Laura and I have been working hard on that. So we hope you guys enjoy that and are able to understand what uh, is going down the wedding and certain dates that we have set up for us. And other also breaking news, my brother just sent me a message and we're, uh, baby Leo Victor will be due on May 8th. I'm super excited for that. This is going to be such a blessing for my family. Um, this will be the first boy of the next generation of the Ruiz, followed by obviously my sister's child who comes in July. But yes, this will be breaking uh, the ground for the next generation. And please keep him in your prayers, him and his wife. Um, I know it's not easy. No one, You never know how it is to be a father until that day comes. And I'm praying for my brother to have the revelation of the father so he can become a great father. 
On top of that, too, my beautiful fiance Laura will be getting her business cards. Yes, my amazingly creative and talented cousin Matthew continues to just leave us with our jaws dropped again with his amazing creativity of how to develop and web design. And he made Laura this great logo. We print out 100, 100 cards. I sewed into her. I bought her a little bag to, to, to have her, lo her logo on it to kind of begin and just plant a seed in what God's going to do in that ministry, which is to help people, to tutor them. But more above that, to also just talk about the kingdom and to evangelize and bring the gospel to their doorstep. So, honey, I'm proud of you, babe. Keep going on. Uh, she's starting her own tutoring business, like I said. So if you have any questions at all regarding me, regarding the business of Valora, regarding um, the wedding or anything, Crave Night, the, the videos I'm posting, the, the series for True Encounter Youth, please contact me on my email, which is my last name, R-U-I-D-I-A-Z, first initial K at yahoo.com. I'll be looking forward to hearing from many listeners out there for any questions whatsoever, even topics, even things you want me to speak about, things that you want me to go live with and go in depth with as far as the word, teachings, Bible studies, anything. Guys, I love you and I want to bring the best material to you. Uh, also, I want you guys to pray for me because I'm working on some public speaking and preaching um, things that I'm working on. My cousin Matthew is going to sit down. We're going to start making some business cards, maybe a website. Um, I want to get into public speaking. I want to get into schools. I want to get into the places where I can inspire young people. So please pray that God opens up a door for me for that. And of course, preaching. Um, one of my major events this year, I will be spearheading a retreat in August on August 8th through the 10th which is going to be so special for me. Um, these two young pastors, Danny and Natalia Ortiz, have been a blessing in our lives. Natalia is our wedding photographer. She she took the photos of our engagement photos. So again, super special couple to me. Pray for them, that God gives them the resources to bring all this together because it's going to be an amazing retreat for their youth. And uh, again, guys, please look out for my book, which is scheduled to be released this summer. Uh, it is all just all about finished, all about done. We just got to figure out the last little things here and there. And I am putting all my faith on God right now. That book will be released before I get married. So please keep all those things in prayer. So after all that, that very long preamble, let me get into the topic of today. Um, and it's just about hope. You know, today I had such a crazy encounter with that word hope. And I wanted to find it for you guys because the word hope is actually defined a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. In other words, it's an aim, it's a plan, it's a dream, it's something that you want to see. Something that you maybe been, don't even talk about, you don't, you, it's just been in your thoughts, it hasn't even gotten past the surface of your thoughts, but for some reason, you want to see this come to reality. You want to see your parents loving each other again. You want to see that job that, you, that you've been studying for and working hard for finally become a reality. You want to be able to, to go pursue something. You want to have, be adventurous. You want to do something that you've been hoping for for so long, but you almost feel stuck. And I want to renew that hope, you know. Um, my parents started this ministry, Jesus Christ Hope of the Family, over 20 years ago. And it's been such a blessing to be able to see how many people have had their personal hope restored through the brokenness of our trials? I mean, what my parents went through, the, 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 the early marriage infidelity of my father, um, just the, the, the in, 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 inability to communicate, all the things in between. It's been such a, a, a hard path. But now, fast forwarding to where we are today, my parents are so strong together. They're traveling the world, inspiring so many, not only regular marriages, but pastoral marriages, Pastoral marriages are going to be impacting many other marriages. So just imagine that if you work at the head and you fix the head, the rest of the body will um, adjust accordingly. So 
to me, it's been such a blessing to work underneath that. And from that very birth of Jesus Christ, Hope of the Family, has come this station and this ministry, Hope Ministries. Guys, the whole essence of this podcast station is to instill back that hope into the generation. And with all honesty, this generation looks like is lost hope. There are people who are just on their way to become doctors and stopped. There are people who are on their way studying so much to become a lawyer and they ha- they've stopped. People who are just so passionate about real estate, but they've let go. People who are so passionate about starting their own business, but something little, one little failure, one little snag came about and they stopped doing it. But let me tell you something. Your hopes, your dreams are going to be restored. I'm not sure if you lost hope in your family, if you lost hope in your career, in your college education, or even your hope in God. But I promise you one thing, that hope will be restored. I believe it because it's not going to be me who does it, but it's God himself who will do that restoration. I also want to reach out to some some young men and women who are in the ministry and lost their hope in fulfilling anything God has ever told them. You know, I've, I've encountered so many young people that have said, God told me this, God told me that, God told me, and he told me this as well, but I haven't seen any of them come to fruition. I haven't seen one thing God has said. So the question is, they tell me, is God a liar? Does God not know what he's saying? Is God in disorder? And that's from the enemy. The enemy wants you to believe that God is silent, that God does not listen, that God does not speak, that God is a God of disorder, that God picks on people. No, God is a loving God. God's a God of justice, of order, of peace, of mercy, and so many things in between. And I want you guys to always understand that. If you lost hope, I don't want the first thing to be is to blame God. If you've lost hope, I want you to see what you're holding on to. Because hope is something that you have to reach for. But if you're holding on to bitterness, if you're holding on to jealousy, if you're holding on to religion, if you're holding on to man-made traditions, if you're holding on to what you think is okay, you can't possibly ever grasp what you're hoping for. So I want to just bring back all that inspiration through this one little testimony that happened to me today. I was out shopping at Key Food for Instacart, and all of a sudden... Um, as I'm finishing everything, I bring all the items to get up to the cashier. What's amazing was I've been to this personal cashier many times. She's never asked me any other question outside of how's your day. But today, I guess she felt like asking me, hey, so how many deliveries do you do a day? Obviously, she picked up on the fact that I'm there nonstop. So I said, you know what? I do around four or five a day and it's not bad because I make around $300 to $350 a week. And she goes, well, that's pretty cool. I'm like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's not really hard work. Uh, it's not all my day either. I'm only 11 to 5. I mean, yeah, it's a bulk of my day, but I'm able to do other stuff. I, I wake up in the morning. I pray, do my devotional. I work in these hours. And even right now, I'm recording a podcast in during my hours because I don't have any deliveries. So, you know, she started, you know, having conversation. And she was like, wow, yeah, that's pretty amazing. I said, yeah, well, I'm doing this because I want to start making some money for my wedding. I'm getting married this year. She's like, wow, that's amazing. And it's funny. I actually go shopping with uh, different people. Uh, in this case, I've even went shopping with my, co- with my cousin James. I went with Laura, with Nicole. So she's like, oh, which of those two girls are your fiance? And I'm like, well, not the tall one, but the, you know, the, the other one, the, the beautiful little, you know, obviously big, you know, the nice, nice, beautiful waist and beautiful body. That one, the tall one is my little sister with my little big sister, you know, and, um, you know, they both helped me out and they're both such a major blessing in my life. And she's like, wow, it's so beautiful. It's so good to see that. And uh, I'm happy you're doing that. And it's so cool to see you're doing that. And then I don't know why, but I said, yeah, it's really amazing. And honestly, it's crazy because, um, you know, I- I'm doing this also because it's like it-, it works out perfectly with my ministry. 
And she goes, oh, you go to church? I'm like, yeah, I go to church right here. It's called Hope Ministries, uh, Jesus Christ, Hope of the Family here in Valley Stream. She's like, oh, wow, it's amazing. And your girlfriend, I'm like, yeah, she goes as well, too. And she goes, wow, so you both have that. I'm like, yeah. And as a matter of fact, um, I haven't even kissed my girlfriend yet. And she goes, whoa, how long you been two been dating for? I said, we've been dating for now over two years. And before we get married, um, it'll be almost three years. And she's like, whoa, hold on. So you've been courting her for that long. You haven't kissed her lips. You guys go to church and you're the same faith. She goes, wow, can I tell you something? And I said, yeah, sure, please go ahead. She said, you just restored my, my hope. You just gave me hope again. And honestly, when she said that, I kind of went like radio. I went blank. I kind of like went like reset. I went like, whoa, hold on for a second. And like, it was like the catchphrase of my life, of everything. Like, this is the whole point why I even go live with these things. When she said that, when she said, you just brought back my hope. And I'm, she gave me a high five and everything. And I said, you know, if you don't mind me asking hope in what? She goes, hoping that this generation will still have values, have morals, will still hold sacred the things that God has put in our lives. I'm starting to see that she has her own relationship with God as well, too. And it amazed me because how many times are we going through life and we're trying to restore our own hope, but we're walking by other people who don't have hope and we're almost walking aimlessly and lost. Guys, when Jesus enters your life, he restores that hope, the hope across the whole board. And for what reason? Well, yes, you're the beneficiary, but on top of that, you can benefit so many innocent bystanders. You can help benefit people who don't even know your name, don't even you don't even know who they are, but because you have that hope back in you, you can bring that hope back to them. You are a light, a city on the hill, the salt, the light of this earth, and Jesus wants to use you to bring back hope to so many people. So when I left there, I'm driving there, and I'm just like, wow, Lord, you're amazing. When I get to the house, I have to do delivery, the woman says, oh, I want to send you a message. Those cupcakes you got me to replace um, on, on, on the food cart. Um, don't worry about it. I want you to keep them. So I'm like, okay, I got this amazing hope. I got these red velvet cupcakes that I'm going to give to the children's ministry on Sunday so they can have some snacks for, for their class. And I'm like, wow, Lord, you're doing such amazing things. And I'm just thinking like, wow, like this is just the essence of why I want to keep serving people, to bring back that hope into others. So the question I have for you guys is this. What are you hoping for? Where right now is your hope focused on? Are you really trying to see a breakthrough in your finances? Are you trying to see a breakthrough in your family or in your overall relationships? Do you want to hear more from God? Do you want to see um, the hope restored back into your calling? Someone called you a prophet 10 years ago. Someone called you a missionary. Someone called you an evangelist. But for the past couple of years, you haven't been able to just rise above anything. Maybe your pride's in the way. Maybe um, the circumstances got tough. Maybe you had a child. Maybe the job you have is draining you and your hours in your day. But I want to let you know something. I don't know what it is specifically you're hoping for. But if your hope is in God, then you're in good hands. Because his word says something very interesting. It says something in Jeremiah 29 11 in the Amplified Version. It says, For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope guys god wants to give you not only hope but a peaceful one but one that's going to help you organize your plans one that's going to help you avoid disasters that is a plan of hope and even in hebrews 6 19 it says that hope is the anchor of your soul is your soul been in, in, in anguish? Has it been troubled? Is your spirit troubled? Is your flesh always injured? Are you always feeling sick and broken? Let me tell you something. If you've lost hope, you've lost the anchor for your soul. You need to restore that hope back in you. And I want to 
give you this this verse as well too because later on in Hebrews 11:1 1, it says now faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for it is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen guys if you've lost your faith you've lost your hope if your faith is on zero you've lost hope for anything hope and faith are hand in hand and they help you bring to reality and they become the found they they help bring reality the dreams you have and they become the foundation needed to acquire everything you long for I, i really feel like many people are past the whole phase of hope because they lost faith in their family they lost faith in their ministry lost faith even in themselves and they don't want to bounce back. They're sitting there sulking, saying, Lord, I guess you don't want to do anything through me. But today, that turns. Today, we flip the script on Satan and we inject you back with that hope. Lastly, I want to leave you with this. If all your hope has truly been crushed, just know and remember this. Jesus is the hope you need. He's the author and he is the author of eternal life and salvation. And he is the hope you need to get through any and all circumstances. For the word says in the book of Matthew 12, 21, in the Amplified Version, it says, And his name to the Gentiles, or in parentheses, all the nations of the world will hope with confidence. And in his name, the whole world will hope with extreme confidence. The name of Jesus will spread, and that will be the name that everybody hopes in. So today, guys... Maybe you're hoping for something that's been way far-fetched now. Maybe you've been hoping for something that's been lasting year after year. But I want to let you know something. Put your hope in Jesus. Don't put your hope in men anymore. Don't put your hope in your resume and your accolades and your strength and your talents and your gifts. Put your hope in Jesus and watch him resurrect what was once dead. Watch him take dry bones and bring them back to flesh. Watch him take that dream that you had that you put all the way in the bottom of your closet to collect dust. He's going to bring it back to life. Watch him take that voice that you had to worship the Lord and watch it just amplify in theaters. Watch him take those passions you had to draw and to be creative and watch him take it and use it for Great paintings are going to be hung in museums. Watch him take those talents to be able to minister people and use it to be a, become a counselor of his, of his glory. This is what God has for you. His hope for you is to give you plans, to give you a future, well-being, and to avoid disasters. So I love you guys so much. I hope you take that today and you, you make it a part of your life. You make it a part of your everyday walk. Again, if you're going through struggles, just know that, that he's there with you. He said he would never forsake you, would never leave you. And even though mom and dad left you, even though any authoritative figure left you, his word says, I will never forsake you. So I love you guys very much. I hope you have that. I hope you guys go out there and and use that and find your own testimony, find your own story and bring hope to somebody. If you do, please share it on my email. You'll have an email address now. I want to bring it live on station. I want to be able to share that at the beginning of all my episodes. So I love you guys very much and have a great day.